Alright. This week we have come to our last of this series. What you see is what you get. And tonight's the title is The Side of the Road. And I wonder, you know, just thinking when, I, when the title comes, The Side of the Road, what are you thinking? What, what story do you think we're going to look at? Anyone have any idea? The Side of the Road. But that's what we're going to focus on. But before we get into that, I want to just think about it for a second. As we think of where we've been and what we've been looking at, we've been talking about the greatest commandment the Lord ever gave us. Love the Lord your God with what? All your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Love him and all your strength, neighbor as yourself. That's why we start off that song, if we could think of love the Lord with basically everything. But tonight we're going to look at that second part. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, many people may be wondering, well, I don't really like the person that's next door. How many of you don't like the person that's next door to you? I like my neighbor. How many of you live next to Bush and you're neighbor? Alright. So they just shut the rest they just shut their heads for the rest of the man. No. But when we think of love your neighbor as yourself, as we think of putting people before yourself, that's what we want to focus on. How do we do that? Again, as I, like I said, let's see my slides on going to the next segment. So anyway, we'll just go with it. It may be hard to love God because we don't know Him. We can't see Him. Sometimes people say, how do I love someone I don't see? Or how can I love God the way I should because I don't see Him? But the problem with people is we do know them. And we still don't know them. We still hate them. But it gets even more complicated because within the people we like category, there are other categories and subcategories. Well, I like you because of this. I don't like you because of this. I like you because you have the best clothes and I can borrow your clothes and we can go out together. I don't like you because you did this to me. I don't like you because I have no reason why I don't like you. You ever ask somebody why they don't like you? No. And they said to you, uh, uh, I just don't like you. You know, I, you know, like, it's like, I have no reason. I have no reason not to like you. I just don't like you. As we continue, as we say, maybe we don't do it on purpose, but the way we view others always has to do with how they relate to us, which makes what Jesus commanded us a little trickier to actually live. You see, so Jesus did what he does best. He told a story. And he told us the story of the Good Samaritan. He told us what we should actually do, how we should live. Because Jesus didn't say, love your best friends as you love yourself, but he did say, love your neighbor as yourself. And you know what I think is very important for us to think about who Jesus was talking to? Does anyone know what Jesus was talking to when he told the story of the Good Samaritan? The Pharisees, the religious people who thought they had it all together, they knew everything. The people around him weren't sure what kind of neighbor he was referring to either. And the main point tonight is this. Stop asking what they can do for me and start asking what I can do for them. You see, in our, the way we live, we always want something for ourselves. We always look into a relationship and say, 
You know what? What can you do for me? Why should you be my friend? When the question should be, what can I do in a relationship? How can I give myself in a relationship? How many of you ever met somebody who you do all the talking with and they say absolutely no word whatsoever? Isn't that annoying? Okay. Now you do all the talking and they say nothing back. Okay. You know why? Because when we think of relationships, a relationship is a two way street. Because if I'm always giving and no one's telling me nothing, then I'm just giving it and I'm going to get tired of it and I'm eventually going to say what? I don't want to talk to you anymore. Because you're not doing anything in this relationship, you're not helping me out, you're not make, making me want to, to, to stay and talk to you. You know, the problem is, there are a lot of people like that. Some of you in this room might be like that tonight and say, you know what, I don't have much friends. You know, but I, this is the question that I want you to ask yourself. When you, when people are talking to you, do you talk to them back? Do you give in a relationship? You know, I knew a, a guy who, um, when I was a youth pastor at another church, he, you know, he said the same thing where, um, you know, uh, I, I just I just don't have that much friends. And I said, well, can you talk back? He's yeah. like, no. You know, I'm like, well, that's kind of why, because you got to give. you got to give yourself in this relationship as well. That's why it says, we need to stop asking, what can they do for me? But what can I do for you? And again, as we look at, we look at Luke chapter 10, I want us to just think of this story. We know the story, but then behold, the Lord stepped in and put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And yeah, no, I messed it up. And your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. Here that Jesus says, Look, this is all you gotta do. Just love me with everything. That sounds very that sounds easy, right? That doesn't sound too hard, right? Just love, love me and everything, you can inherit eternal life. And then he goes on. When he desiring to justify himself, said Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jericho. And we know, sorry, going to Jericho, Jerusalem, Jericho. And he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him up, and departed, leaving him half dead. I want to finish this for a second. Like I said, I know we know the story. And I want us to try to put it in today's terms. So I'm going to try to not look at that so much and just think of today. Alright? There you go, you're going down Camp Road. And he fell among a bunch of robbers, and they beat him, stripped him, took everything he had. 
leaving him out there. Now by chance, a priest was going down the road. Pastor was going down the road, saw the guy, and saw him saying, hey buddy, you need some help, what do you do? Walk right by him, pass him on the side. So likewise, likewise, a Levite, I don't know how to really, I don't know how to find that other name. A Levite came to the same place and saw him, and he too passed on the other side. What a Samaritan. Now, you know, we gotta make sure we understand this whole context. Because Jews and Samaritans hated each other. They did not like each other. You know? They hated each other. You know, and I think I think for us, um, you know, we gotta be careful of how we talk to other nationalities. Yeah. You know, in our, in our country right here, we have the same type of racism. Uh, we, we have different nationalities that we don't like because we think that, you know, we own this place, this is ours, and no one ain't gonna stop us, we, we, we run things, you know? But again, like I said, we put in this context, Jews and Samaritans did not like each other. They hate each other. And when I say hate, they hate each other. They didn't want nothing to do with that. You know, think for a second for you. Think of your worst enemy in the world that you don't like. You saw him on the side of the road, beaten, almost half dead. Would you be like this, Samaritan? Really? Think about it. You see, hold on. You see, I think that this story is so, the parallel is so good because here it is, we would think, okay, the priest, the religious person, would stop and say, man, let me see if I can help you. But you know what happens a lot of times with us as Christians sometimes? We get too busy with life. We get too busy and we can't help others. You know, because I am so busy, I am so caught up in what I gotta do, I don't have time for you. But here it is, Jesus is trying to show them exactly, look, I understand your best friend, you know, it's easy for you to, to help him out. It's easy for you to say, you know what? Yeah, buddy, let me, let, me, let me help you. Let me do what I can to help you. No. He's trying to say, look, an enemy. An enemy is half dead. But the Samaritan said, look, I'm going to help you. He came there where he was and he saw him. He had compassion. He loved him. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own arm and brought him to an inn and took care of him. It would be just like saying, you know what? I see the person lying there, and I'm going to say, I'm going to take him to Prince of Margaret Hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, let's take off.
That reminds me of a story. Oh, no. How many of you have a... Anyone here have a been a friend of Margaret for anything? Have you ever met again somebody who just gets on your last nerve? Yeah. 
love you. Now to love no matter what. 
Again, you don't have to like them, but you have to love them. You have to love them. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you I like everybody. But I got to try to grow to love them. That's what the Lord has told me. This is the best way to live in a life that reflects what God cares about most. According to Jesus, it's really important we get this right, but we can't get it right unless we see the right way. Unless we see God, ourselves, and others as God intends us to. This is the best way to live a life that reflects what God cares about most. Again, I think that this commandment sums up everything for us. Because I think that if we truly love God with everything in our lives, it would become easier and easier to tolerate our neighbors and to love them. It would be easier for me to say, you know what? I'm pretty annoying sometimes, so you know what? I need to show and be a friend of the person. Because I think that so many times, so many times, we miss opportunities to show the love of Christ. Because we're too busy. Because it gets uncomfortable. You know, Jesus said in his word, what do you do for the least of these? You've done unto me. Now, I'm not saying, and I'm going to tell you now, I'm not a person who goes and gives every person on the side of the road money for food. No, I don't. I would be honest. I don't actually, I don't give them money really at all. I'd rather go get them something to eat. Give it to them. And when they're done, that's what all, I can tell you the truth. There's been many times when I felt like I just ain't got the time. I really don't feel like doing this, but that verse comes to me. I got to show love to this person. I got to try to do what I can to show Christ's love to this person. Because who knows? That could be me. So now I challenge you. As we finish and conclude this, love the Lord your God with everything. But also love your neighbor as yourself. Love people. Show God's love to people. Because that is where people see Christ in us. The way the people see Christ is the way that we love one another. And I'm sad to say that that's why the day in the church. Love is lacking because there's too much busyness going on. You see the story of the priest left it. The Levite left it. The man who was considered having an stayed with him. What about you? What about me? Are we showing Christ's love? Father, we thank you for the night. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your word again. I pray that you would help us to just realize, Father, again, just how much we need to love one another. Father, even in times when people are annoying, people get on our nerves, we need to be gracious to them. 
Father, I pray you would help us just to realize again how much we need you. How much we need to give ourselves over to you. I pray that again that you would help us just to allow your spirit to work in and through us. Thank you for what you've done. Amen. Amen.